0: Welcome back to another episode of Next Gen Athletics, a podcast all about college sports. In today's show, we're going to talk about the first college football rankings, my top five games of the weekend, my two sleeper picks for game of the weekend, and my upset pick of the weekend. Now, ladies and gents, let's kick the tires and light the fires. Welcome back everybody to episode eight. Uh, four whole weeks now have gone by. you guys continue to love and support so thank you again. I know I say it a lot, but I can't express how thankful I am for for all the support this podcast gets. Uh, continue to support continue to tell your friends to tell their friends uh, next gen athletics to the moon, so to speak um, but lots happened in the college football world. Uh, this week, starting with the committee uh announcing their first top twenty five um and it it had a couple question marks in it and and we're gonna go over it I'll read it out here in just a minute and then I'll kind of dissect it for you guys um there There was a lot of teams that could have gone a lot of different places you know it was a very very difficult um you know the first one's always very difficult for the committee uh, a lot of teams haven't played um they're, they're big games yet. Um, But we'll kind of break this down in its entirety here. Uh, We'll start from one and go to 25. One is Tennessee. Two is Ohio State. Three is Georgia. Four is Clemson. Five is Michigan. Six is Alabama. Seven is TCU. Eight is Oregon. Nine is Southern Cal. Ten is LSU. Eleven is Ole Miss. Twelve is UCLA. Thirteen is Kansas State. 14 is Utah, 15 is Penn State, 16 is Illinois, 17 is North Carolina, 18 is Oklahoma State, 19 is Tulane, 20 is Syracuse, 21 is Wake Forest, 22 is North Carolina State, 23 is Oregon State, 24 is Texas, and 25 is UCF. Lots to break down in this. Uh, like I said, a lot of different teams that could have gone a lot of different places. You know, we'll start with the top three. Um, a lot of you, I posted this on social media, especially on Twitter, and, and said, you know, what are you guys' are what are your guys' thoughts? Um, and a lot of people were saying like one through three is interchangeable, um, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, especially with this game upcoming weekend with Tennessee and Georgia, I think that there's not a lot you could really say to separate the two. Um, and then Ohio State obviously uh has proven to be really really good as well um they actually uh my top twenty five was completely different than the top three, so that was uh that was a fun a fun one um but kind of going down the list here uh Clemson at four is right where i I picked them to be it's right where I expected them to be um like i said uh the committee obviously agrees that I just haven't seen enough out of Michigan to really feel comfortable putting them at four quite yet. I think Clemson's done enough, taken the care of business, uh, to be in that fourth spot. Um, and like like I keep saying, if you're Clemson, it's your playoff chance to lose, right? You win out, you win the ACC, you're going to the playoffs. So I think Clemson at four is, is the right spot for them. Michigan at five is the right spot for them. Uh, Alabama and TCU at six and seven and Oregon at eight. These couple teams really could have been interchangeable. Um, and I'm going to talk about TCU for a minute because I saw this a lot on Twitter and, and Instagram, and people were saying that that if TCU was Oklahoma or Texas or probably even Oklahoma State, they're no lower than Clemson and Michigan. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think TCU is underrated. Um, I've said it before. I'm really high on TCU, but I think if you're the committee, you just like all of these teams so far in these top probably from four to eight are all interchangeable clemson michigan alabama tcu and oregon are all about on even playing fields all of them kind of have their destiny still in front of them so to speak Um, and even you know alabama and oregon i'm going to add them to that list because i think if alabama and oregon win out and win their conferences i think it's going to be very difficult for the committee to uh you know not put them in obviously the threat of ohio state going undefeated and tennessee or georgia going undefeated is there but With that being said, if Alabama wins the SEC, and let's say Georgia beats Tennessee and the Tennessee, or Georgia loses to Alabama, you've got three one-loss teams. So I just think that for right now, everybody's where they should be. Maybe TCU's up a spot, but Bama's down a spot. Um, And I'd maybe even add Southern Cal to that conversation. So maybe four through nine kind of all have their destiny still in front of them. Um, You know, obviously one, two, and three have kind of proven that they're the best three teams in the country. I, I'd say that Ohio State and Georgia, for me, are a little bit better than Tennessee. Um, but with this game, this upcoming weekend, I think we're going to learn everything we need to know about Tennessee. I think Josh Heupel's side is going to be tested. I think that Georgia defense is a way, way better defense than they faced all year, even Alabama. So it's going to be very interesting to see... Um, how that that offense responds and how the defense responds to a good Georgia offense as well. So um, it's probably going to be a shootout in Athens. Um, Once again, we're going to break this game down a little bit later, but I am very, very excited about this game on Saturday evening. My next big thing I want to talk about as far as the rankings go um, is LSU at 10. Um, And I've seen a lot of people on social media kind of have split decisions. I've heard from a lot of people that they think LSU is right where they should be. And I've heard a lot of people say that they think LSU – Uh, Is way, way, way too high. And I'm in that group that thinks LSU is way too high. Um, I just, I mean, I hate to be this guy, but I really think that LSU is benefiting from the fact that they play Alabama this week and the committee wants that game to be a top 10 matchup. I think Alabama is going to go into Baton Rouge and smash them. So I, I don't think it's going to be one of those things where, oh, well, you know, the Tigers are still there. Like, yeah, sure, they are still there until Saturday evening when Alabama dismantles them. So, uh, we're gonna talk about that game a little bit later on as well. But I just think LSU you know, I know they're six and two. They they got beat by a good a pretty good Florida State team and they got dismantled by Tennessee at home. So I think they're just a little too high uh for a couple of the teams that are behind them. Um I think I had them like sixteenth or something in my rankings. Uh which, you know, you really could put them anywhere from, from ten to sixteen. Um, but I just think that LSU being in the top ten is just a little bit of SEC bias, just a little bit of you know, the 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 fact that they play Alabama this weekend, kinda dictating that. But everybody else, kind of through the teens here, is is about where I would have them. I would have Illinois and North Carolina a little higher. I think people are kind of riding off Illinois and North Carolina, especially both teams being at seven and one and being ranked behind three consecutive 6-2 and two teams in Kansas State, Utah, and Penn State. Um, but, once again, I, I wouldn't have them any higher than 13. So, you know, it's one of those things where I keep saying that a lot of teams haven't really played a lot of good teams yet. Um, and Illinois and, and North Carolina are just kind of victims of that. You know, they haven't played their big games. Um, I know Illinois is kind of dominating the Big Ten West, but you know, the Big Ten West is abysmal, so let's call it what it is, the Big Ten's not having a very, very good year, neither is the ACC in North Carolina, um, so, you know, with that being said, they kind of kill each other's, or not each other, but that 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 fact kind of kills their strength of schedule, um, and it kind of kills the fact that they haven't really beat super great teams yet. Um, I think North Carolina's best win so far is probably against Pitt, maybe Duke, Um So I I would just – and I'd say the same thing for Illinois. I think their best win so far is probably Minnesota, Um, and Minnesota's not having a great year. So I think they're kind of victims of that. I think they're victims of that strength of schedule. Uh, But once again, still being 7-1, I would have them just a little bit higher, especially above Penn State and Utah. So that's where I stand on that. Um, And these last few – I feel like everybody's about where they should be. I think Syracuse is a little high, especially after losing two in a row and a bad one at home to Notre Dame. Um, I, Texas is – I have no idea why Texas is here sitting at 5-3. and three, That Texas brand always gets them uh, in somehow. So Texas, uh, we're talking about their game upcoming this weekend a little later on, but they don't deserve to be there. It's just because they're Texas. If I mean, you've got so many better 6-2 and two teams that you could put in over Texas. So, who knows how they got in, why they got in, but they got in somehow. Um, but, just to recap, I, I think the the rankings are about what I expected them to be. They're about what I think everybody expected them to be. Um, there's nobody way too out of place. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of these teams and games are kind of interchangeable. So, uh, the committee just kind of given their first one out there. The first one's the hardest one, so... Kind of getting it over with, kind of getting that established um, and out for everybody to see. Um, but that's going to do it for the rankings. We're going to move into the games of the weekend now. Um, we've got five. We've got some good games this weekend. I had some trouble kind of picking my top five games. Um, but they are as following. Um, my first one is number 23, Oregon State traveling to Washington. Uh, that game is actually tomorrow night at 1030 on ESPN2. Uh the huskies are a four and a half favorite according to vegas um you know both teams are sitting at six and two. Washington is one of those teams that has had a really good year um but they've had some poor losses that kind of overshadowed that. um I know a lot of people kind of going in um especially after Washington beat uh Michigan state expected Washington to have a really really good year. Uh, but then after dropping two consecutive games to UCLA and Arizona State, um, and especially that game to Arizona State, uh really dropped them uh, pretty low. But, I, uh, you know, Washington's got some big games coming up. They've got home game against Oregon State this week. They travel to Eugene and play the Ducks next week uh, before a tough um, game on the road against rival Washington State to end the year. So, you know, Washington's one of those teams where, As crazy as it is, they still control their own destiny as far as the conference goes. Um, You know, they win a couple of these games. They especially that that Oregon game, and a couple teams fall and and get get knocked off. Then Washington could find themselves in a in a Pac-12 title game, uh, even with that record being at three and two in conference right now, six and two overall. Um, But you know, Oregon State's had a really really good year. Uh, Credit to them. The uh, that the Ducks, the Beavers are twenty third in the country and rightfully so. They've had a really good year. Um, with some big wins Um, you know they've dropped games to um, Utah and USC but once again those teams are two of the best teams in the country so uh, I don't think anybody's really going to ride them off for losing those games Um, they took care of business last week against Colorado 42 to 9 so that kind of demanding commanding victory uh, really is what put them in that top 25 with that being said I think the Huskies are a better team. I think Oregon State is riding the tails of that big win. Washington looking to kind of revive their season, looking to kind of get back to being uh, a top 25 team. It's on Friday night. It's at ten thirty, seven thirty Eastern Eastern uh, Pacific time. So I'm going to go with the Huskies. I agree with Vegas. I think that that they have a good crowd pretty much every week. Um, I think the Huskies are a good team. I think they're a well-coached team. So I'm going to go with the Washington Huskies to get the upset, not upset, once again, over Oregon State. My next game could potentially be game of the freaking year, if we're being really honest. Number one, Tennessee on the road at number three, Georgia um as crazy as it is george is actually number one in the ap poll so it's really kind of number one versus number one depending on which rankings you look at um but this game has got all the hype in the world around it and it should i mean we've got probably the best offense in college football going against probably the best defense in college football um athens is an unbelievable place to uh, to watch a game um i I looked into getting tickets i'd mentioned it last week that i kind of wanted to go um, but I'm not spending $500 to go to a college football game. So if you guys have any tickets out there that you're trying to get rid of, let me know. I'd love them, but I'm not spending that much money to go to a college football game. Um, especially when neither of these teams are my team. So um, I'm really, really excited to watch this game. Uh, it's on CBS at 3.30. I'm Georgia somehow is an 8-point favorite. Um, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure how... You could really say anybody's an eight-point favorite in this game. I would probably, if I was a Vegas, I would probably add the line at like four and a half. Um, I think it'll be close. I think that Georgia defense is elite, um, and I don't think that Tennessee offense has faced anything quite like it all year. Um, so it's going to be really, really interesting to see how Hendon Hooker and his his offensive side kind of responds to that defensive pressure that... that um, that that demand that the Bulldogs kind of bring for for you to execute on all cylinders so um I'm really excited to to watch this game I think this is this is probably going to decide which of these two teams make the playoffs um I said it before I don't see any of these teams dropping games after this um, they don't really have too many challenging games after this Georgia's got a tough one next week against Mississippi State on the road um, and Tennessee's got a tough one in Columbia in a couple weeks, but I, I don't see them losing those two games. I think both of those teams are going to get the job done. I think both of those teams, regardless of this game, are going to go undefeated uh, after this one. So um, I think the winner of this is really going to kind of set themselves up to, to go to that SEC title game. And really, honestly, let's be really honest, with with the exception of something crazy, win or lose in that SEC title game, I think one of these teams will get into the playoffs. So, um I we're really gonna watch the game of of the country's best and 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 probably one of the two of the best teams in college football history, especially in, in recent history. So, um, with that being said, we're gonna kind of break down um, the game in its, in its entirety. Um, obviously, like I said, Georgia is a favorite, eight and a half points. Uh, they actually have a seventy-five percent chance of winning this game, according to ESPN analytics. I'm hesitant to say that 75% <laughs> – I just – I don't think it's 75%. Once again, uh, I'll go ahead and spoil my pick. I think Georgia's going to win the game. I think it's going to be really, really close. I would probably put this at 60% um, just because that home field advantage in Athens is unlike anything else in the country. Um, you know, I, I keep – I've said it before on the podcast. I think the tradition, the the noise of a college stadium is what makes college football the best. Um, and we're gonna see it again in Athens this week, with with that crowd just being raucous. Uh, you know, Tennessee is gonna really wish this game was was in Nealand, um, and obviously Georgia is gonna be super super glad that this game's in Athens, uh, because I think any little little push will will really help to get, uh, get that team an edge and and give them the upper hand in this one, um. But I think Georgia's defense is going to be just too much for that Tennessee offense to handle, um, and I think that Georgia offense is a lot better than a lot of people think. Uh, Brock Bowers continues to prove that he's probably the best athlete, if not the best player in the country. Um, you know, I know the Heisman Trophy has kind of historically been a quarterback's award, and while it probably should go to to Hendon Hooker, I mean Brock Bowers is is having a heck of a year. So, um, and so is Jalen Hyatt on the other side. So. Um, you know, I think if it, it were to go to non quarterbacks, Hyatt and Bowers would probably be uh the top two kinda contenders to win that award. So um I think it's gonna be, be a close game, but I'm gonna roll with the Georgia Bulldogs to upset not upset the Tennessee Volunteers. My third game of the weekend is number six Alabama at number ten LSU. I talked about it a minute ago that I thought LSU was really going to benefit off of the fact that this game was this weekend and the committee wanted a top 10 game. It's on ESPN, as convenient as that is, the committee and ESPN. is like ABC and Clemson. It's the the relationship that just keeps on giving. So, um, you know, it's a 7 o'clock kickoff in Baton Rouge. Um, Alabama is a 13.5 point favorite. This one, rightfully so, seventy-six percent chance of winning according to ESPN analytics, and and we'll talk about that for a minute. And I don't want this to be the main focus of this segment. I want to talk about the game as well. But anytime it's six versus ten, keep that in mind. So there's that's a four four space different four rank difference. Anytime that Alabama is a thirteen and a half point favorite over somebody, I don't care if it's LSU, Ole Miss, Auburn, who cares. That should not be four rank spots. That should be like seven. Maybe even eight. Anytime that that you've got a top ten matchup and somebody is 76% favored, it probably shouldn't be a top ten matchup. Right? I've said it before in this podcast. If it's a top ten matchup, it needs to be closer. Right? Obviously, Vegas gets paid a lot of money to do this. They they know exactly what to look for. They know a lot of different things that Sometimes the public doesn't even necessarily know from from you know some kind of insider knowledge. But I just I don't I don't know how you could sit here and argue with me that LSU is a top 10 team. I really don't. Like I'm not saying they're a bad team. I'm not even saying they're not a top 15 team. I think they probably are a top 15 team. But I don't know how you could argue that they're a top 10 team over over some of these other one-loss teams that are just right there on the edge. You know, one team that really comes to mind is is sitting in 11th at Ole Miss and sitting in 12th at UCLA. I, I don't know. I don't know how you could sit here and tell me that Ole Miss is is worse than than LSU. Um, you know, I know that that LSU got the best of them, but I think that that was more of an Ole Miss team having a rough game, that cl- that crowd in Baton Rouge kind of taking care of business. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you know we're gonna find out a lot about the Tigers this weekend. But like I said, I think they're ranked too high. I think Alabama's a really, really good team. I think Bryce Young is probably the best quarterback in the country, Um, and I think Alabama's gonna take care of business and they might even cover the spread. Um, I'm really high on Alabama. You know, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of Alabama. I've said it on the podcast before. It's kind of easy to not like the best team year after year, and I'm not. I'm not a huge fan, but. I give credit when credit is due. I think Alabama is an unbelievable team. Obviously, Nick Saban is an unbelievable coach. So uh, I'm going to roll with the Crimson Tide, not in blowout fashion, but in dominating fashion over LSU. My fourth game of the weekend um, is another kind of controversial ranking um, game, and that is number 24, Texas, on the road, playing at number 13, Kansas State. Uh, it's a 7 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time in Kansas. Uh, Texas is actually a favorite in the, this game. The line is at 2.5. Uh, the ESPN Analytics has it at 62% chance of winning. So while I, I keep saying that I don't think you know a ranked game should be a, a big margin, I think this is more what it should be. I think this is more what the the Georgia game should look like. Um, like I said, I think Georgia's going to win, but it's going to be closer than people think. Um, I'm actually going to disagree with Vegas on this one, though. I think Kansas State is being disrespected here. I think Kansas State even got a little disrespected with their rank. Um, Once again, it's hard to kind of put them up and down a lot of spots, but I would honestly put them above LSU uh, at 12, probably just shift everybody up one and put LSU at 13 and and Kansas State at 12. So um, I think – I just man, Texas is just so overrated. It's such a brand thing with Texas. If I mean, look at look at South Carolina, right? Was ranked 25th in the country, rightfully so last week. Lost to lost a bad loss to Missouri and rightfully so dropped. If you look at Texas, they have three losses this year to a good Oklahoma state team, a not so good Texas Tech team and a pretty good Alabama team. You look at South Carolina's loss, they lost to a really really good Georgia team, a pretty good Arkansas team. And a not so good Missouri team and they're ranked like 39th or something. So what's the difference in in that in Texas's, right? I'd argue that South Carolina's three losses are probably better than all three of all three of, of Texas's losses, with probably the exception to Alabama. So I don't I don't I don't understand how you could sit here and tell me that Texas is a ranked team that they deserve to be a ranked team. Um, I just don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Texas is going to come out and win this game and and prove me wrong. And On Monday, we could sit here and talk about it and I could say, listen, Texas, I was wrong. I apologize. I don't think that's what's going to happen, though. I think Kansas State's going to come in and maybe not blow them out, but like the Alabama game, dominate the game, win with ease. I'm going to be really honest. I think they do. I wouldn't be shocked if this is a 10-point game. I really wouldn't be. So... Um, you know, I just, like I said, the first one's the hardest one. The first one is to kind of create conversation to kind of, uh, create debate, kind of create that banter that we're having right now. Um, but I don't, I don't know how Kansas state loses this game. I think it's Kansas state's game to lose. Um, I'm not sure if Adrian Martinez is going to be back or not. Um, but clearly they proved last week that it doesn't matter. So, um, I'm going to ride with the, with Kansas state on this one. Um I really just don't think Texas is that good anymore. Um I think that that young quarterback, that young group is kind of kind of being exposed right now. You know, the country's kind of seen that if you can stop Bijan Robinson, then it, it gets very very difficult for Texas to uh run that offense correctly. So, uh, I'm going to roll roll with Kansas State over Texas in this one. Moving into my last top 5 game of the weekend, it's number 4 Clemson on the road at Notre Dame. This game is going to kick off at 7:30 on NBC and Peacock. Uh, obviously, uh, Notre Dame has an NBC deal to where every home game is on there, so that's why um, it's not on ABC because otherwise it would be. Um, Notre Dame kind of has responded really, really well from the beginning of the year. Um, they they had a really, really big win over a pretty good Syracuse team last week um, in pretty much dominating fashion. Um, you know they've dropped some bad ones. Uh, especially to, to Marshall and to Stanford. Uh, that Ohio State loss actually looks pretty good right now considering they didn't get blown out. Um, and the North Carolina win looks really, really good as well. So they've got some big wins in there. They've got some bad losses, which is why they're kind of unranked. Um, but Notre Dame's another team in there that you could say, why is Texas ranked and Notre Dame's not? So, And, and Notre Dame's another big brand. So once again, Texas is just not deserving of that ranking. But hey, Maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out this weekend. Um Clemson coming off the bye week uh, after a scare at home against Syracuse. Um obviously there's some quarterback controversy from from everything I've heard. There's no doubt that DJ's gonna start this game. Uh we talked about it with Thomas the other week. He's probably got a short lease now. If he comes out and has another bad game, I mean it might be it might be time for, for Clubnick to come in and, and run the offense. But we'll see. It is gonna be interesting. Um the Tigers are A three and a half point favorite, according to Vegas. uh, 65% chance of winning, according to ESPN Analytics. So um, I think it's going to be a close one. Um, I think Notre Dame's going to put up a fight. Uh, That defense is really, really good. Uh, The the offense is not so good. um, But with Clemson's kind of offensive struggles as of late, I think that that's going to really help the the Irish to stay in it. Um, I think that defense is going to do enough to keep the offense on the field. Um and and give them plenty of opportunities to score. Um I don't think it's gonna be enough. I think Clemson's gonna win. I think it's gonna be another game where Clemson maybe gets a scare. Uh I could see it kinda being a close game like the Florida State game, and then Clemson kinda shows their class, shows their shows their fourth rank in the country for a reason. Um and, and kinda pull away late maybe. Um but I'm gonna ride with the Tigers on this one. Um I think Notre Dame's gonna put up a fight, like I said. I don't think they're going to get blown out, but I think it's going to be something where uh, Clemson is just a good team, and Clemson's going to really kind of surge ahead um, and, and really, really put this game to bed early. I think. Uh, but just to recap, my top five games of the weekend: number twenty-three, Oregon State on the road at Washington. I'm going with the Huskies. Number one, Tennessee on the road in Athens against the number three-ranked Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going with the Bulldogs. Number 6, Alabama on the road against number 10, LSU. I'm going with Alabama. Number 24, Texas going on the road playing number 13, Kansas State. I'm going with the Wildcats. Number 4, Clemson on the road against Notre Dame. I'm going with the Tigers. Don't go anywhere. We're going to get into sleeper games and my upset pick of the weekend next. My sleeper picks for game of the weekend... Uh, I like to kind of go outside the top 25 and find the best two games. Um, and I think I found them this one, uh, this week with, with a game tonight, actually. So if you're listening to the podcast on Friday, you'll actually already be able to know if I picked this game right and if it really did live up to the hype or not. Um, but App State is going to go down to Myrtle Beach and play Coastal Carolina tonight. App State opens as a three-point favorite with a 60% chance of winning, according to ESPN analytics, uh, this has really been a kind of a battle of the giants in the Sun Belt over over u- recent years. Um, Ab State is five and three, two and two in conference. Coastal Carolina is seven and one, four and one in conference. Uh, the Santa is really kind of proving to be the cream of the crop since coming into the FBS a couple years back. Uh, they've produced some some good players, and I think you know we're seeing it right now with Grayson McCall. Uh, he's a really, really good quarterback. He's top class. I think it's something where he is going to get a chance to go to the NFL. Um, you know, and It'll be exciting to see kind of how he does, you know, uh, see if the mullet man from Myrtle Beach can, can get the job done at the next level. But uh, this one's tonight, 730 on ESPN. Um, Thursday game. I don't think we've picked a Thursday game yet, so that's going to be fun. We're going to expand. Um, we're at the fun time of college football where if you haven't been watching – there's been Maction on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I actually had the, the joy of watching a little bit of Maction the other night. It was a good time. Always fun. Um, but App State, kind of surprisingly to me, is the favorite in this game. Um, I think it's probably because that defense is a little bit better than than um, Coastal Carolina's. Uh, Coastal Carolina's really benefited off of having a really good offense uh, so far this year. Uh, they got blown out in a game. I'm blanking on that loss. Hang on just a second. Old Dominion. So Old Dominion actually came into Myrtle Beach and beat them 49-21 to a couple weeks back, kind of dropping a game. Actually, they lost the same weekend that James Madison did. So um, that James Madison game against Coastal Carolina, the last week of the season, is looking to be really, really good. Uh, Coastal Carolina has Southern Miss at home next week before traveling to Virginia and then staying in the state and playing James Madison the last two weeks of the year. So... um Still some big games left to play for the Chanticleers. App State's kind of had a sneaky, kind of meh season. Um, they're 5-3 and three of the year with losses to North Carolina, James Madison, and Texas State. Obviously, they got all that hype back in September when they beat uh, Texas A&M. Uh, kind of proving to the country that Texas a and M's is overrated. Um, and they are currently having a pretty bad year. So, uh, App State, coming into this one... Um, you know they've won a couple games in a row here. They they've got some momentum. Uh, obviously, Coastal Carolina, off the tails of of that loss a couple weeks back, uh, responded well last week with a win um, over Marshall, twenty four to thirteen. So uh, they responded well. They kind of avoided that that down spur after after a loss. So I think it's gonna be a really close one. I think we're gonna get another classic in the Sun Belt. Uh, The Sunbelt's definitely a conference that almost always gives you a good game. It's a really, really fun conference to watch. So um, they're kind of taking the place of the American from a couple years back when the American used to just be good game after good game after good game. Uh, Now it's kind of that Sunbelt. Sunbelt's time to shine. Uh, The sun is rising on the Sunbelt. If that's not, they're saying it should be. So uh, go ahead and just let me know, Sunbelt. I'll I'll give you the rights to that one. But um, I'm going to go with the Chanticleers in this one. Um, It's at home. Um, I think they're a really, really good team. I think they're a really, really good coach. Um, I'm blanking on their coach's name right now, but he's a really, really good one. I know he was. Uh, he's been targeted by a couple bigger kind of power five teams to take over them. Um, and and set their program straight. But uh, he's so far he's stayed in in Myrtle Beach. I think he's at the right fit. He definitely fits the system there. He definitely kind of fits the the Myrtle Beach type. Um, if you've never been to Myrtle Beach, don't. <laughs> just from from a South Carolinian don't uh, there's so many better beaches here just I'll save you that one but uh, I'm going with the Chanticleers on this one I think Coastal's going to do enough to get the job done um, I agree with Vegas and that it's going to be a close one uh, right now their line is set at three for App State I wouldn't be shocked if it was three for Coastal Carolina so um, but I'm going to go with the Chanticleers over the Mountaineers on this one and a close one in Myrtle Beach tonight on ESPN my last sleeper pick for Game of the Weekend. Uh, we're going to the ACC. Florida State going down to Miami to take on the Hurricanes. Uh, it's on 730 on ABC on Saturday night. Uh, Florida State opening as a 7.5 point favorite. 61% chance of winning according to ESPN Analytics. Uh, Jordan Travis. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I saw a crazy stat that he is the second highest rated quarterback as far as like QBR percentage and all that goes. Uh, in the country this year. So having a really, really good year, the Noles um, over LSU to start the year and really had a great start before dropping three straight games to Wake Forest, North Carolina State, and Clemson. Uh, so both, all three teams still ranked in the top 25, not bad losses. Uh, responded well with a win over Georgia Tech after a week to think about the, the Clemson game. Um, and they go down to Miami this weekend before finishing out the year uh, going to Syracuse next weekend, and then hosting Louisiana and Florida to close out the year. So the Knolls really kind of looking to cap off their season with a couple wins here. They definitely got a chance coming down towards the end. Uh, a big one, a rivalry game in Miami this weekend. Miami has really disappointed as of late, especially in that game last week. Uh, like I kind of said, any anybody who watched that game was really a big loser after beating Virginia 14-12 to 12 in four overtimes. That offense in, in Miami has really sputtered uh, since the Middle Tennessee game. Um, and they just, I, I think a lot of people coming into the game, coming into the year, expected Miami to do big things. Um, and then that offer, offense just kind of fell apart there, uh, especially going into the tennis, Texas A&M game, uh, only putting up nine points. And then really have struggled from there on out, um, only putting up, No more than 27 points is what I'm looking at right here. So um, I think Miami's going to have to get the offense going to have a chance in this one. I think Florida State's offense is really, really good, and their defense is going to do enough in this one. If the Hurricanes don't really get going, uh, Tyler Van Dyke really needs to start slinging the ball around like he did at the beginning of the year and end of last year uh, for the Hurricanes to have a chance Um, because everybody knows there's no such thing as home field advantage for Miami they drive like 30 miles not 30 miles 30 minutes from campus to to get to Hard Rock Stadium. So there's there's almost no home crowd. There's and part of the reason is I'm looking at it right here. The lowest ticket is $109. I'm sure it's the very top row too. So um if you're if you're a Miami Hurricane fan and you've got the chance to watch the game at home and or to pay $150 to sit in a halfway decent seat, I mean, I know what I'd pick. So um Florida State is really going to have to come in and dominate this game uh, to really set themselves up to go onto the road and beat a good Syracuse team next week. So um, I'm going to roll with the Noles on this one. I think they get the job done. Um, I'm agree with 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 Vegas on this one that I think they get it done in, in dominant fashion. Uh, sometimes a dominant win doesn't always mean a blowout win. Uh, I've said it a couple different times today, but uh, I think they're going to dominate the Hurricanes. I just don't think that Hurricanes offense is going to be able to put up enough points to... Uh, stick with Jordan Travis and the Knolls offense. So give me the Knolls over the Hurricanes and the Chanticleers over the Mountaineers as my two sleeper games of the weekend. Moving into the final topic of the day, upset of the weekend. Always a fun one. Um, and it was a struggle this week to to pick one. There's a lot of good games on um, and a lot of games where they aren't really upset, so to speak. Uh, I went back and forth with myself if I wanted to pit pick pit over Syracuse I ended up not doing it because I just don't think that pit defense is going to do enough to stop the orange um might regret that but I'm going to kind of go off the map here and I'm going to pick a team that not a lot of people are going to gonna even think about but I'm going to pick Tulsa over Tulane uh Tulane ranked 19th in the country 7-1 and 4-0 in conference Tulsa sit at 3-5 and on the year 1-3 and in conference uh Tulane opens as a seven and a half point favorite a, 50, a 75% chance to win this game according to ESPN Analytics. Tulsa, you know, the record kind of doesn't show it. They've actually lost uh, a lot of their games close. Um, last week responded to a bad first half, uh, kind of pulling back a close one against SMU. Um, well, closer than it really should have been, uh, scoring 14 unanswered in the fourth quarter to only lose by 10, or 11, excuse me. Um, got blown out by Navy, was close against Cincinnati, was way close against Ole Miss, um was second overtime against Wyoming to open the year. So, while while Tulsa isn't having a great year, while while the Golden Hurricanes aren't aren't performing well as far as the record shows, they they're keeping games closer than they really should be. They're they're putting up good fights. Um I think they they're at home, Tulane's got to go to the Golden Hurricanes, it's the Green Wave versus the the Golden Hurricanes. So we're really getting all over the place with mascots here, but um I think Tulsa is going to going to surprise the country. I think Tulane is going to drop a game. Um I think that they're riding the high and they're a good team. I I have said it before. I think that win over Kansas State wasn't a fluke. I think that was just Tulane showing everybody that hey, we're a good team. And they they should be. They're they're 7-1, 4-0 in conference, ranked 19th in the country. So uh, I think they're a good team, but I think they're going to slip up here. I think they're going to look at Tulsa as as a cupcake, as a, as a cakewalk. And that old trap game is going to really get them. Um, and I'm going to go with the Golden Hurricanes of Tulsa as my upset pick of the weekend. And that is going to do it for the podcast today, guys. Kept it nice and short for you guys on this Thursday afternoon. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy watching some college football. Um, on a side note, the Twitter poll that I put up tied perfectly three ways um, with, with the coach, player, and analyst. So I'm going to reopen that through the weekend. Uh, if you didn't vote, go vote. If you did vote, go vote again. Um, you really, really should. The Twitter handle is at next underscore Jen underscore A-T-H. So make sure you go do that. And I'll post something on on Instagram as well promoting that. The Instagram handle is at next underscore gen underscore athletics. Um also had the chance to go watch uh number two Kentucky's men's soccer team play here in Columbia uh this past week um kind of covered a little bit of that game so you can go check out those highlights, those videos and pictures um on the Instagram handle as well. Uh that that is kind of a as a memory so to speak in in the in the bio. So uh go check that out. Go look at that. We're gonna try and do a little bit more of that going forward. Um, As as football season kind of winds down and we'll get the chance to go and see um, other games, other teams play. So I'm going to try to get around and start covering some more games. But go follow the Twitter. Go follow the the Instagram. Uh, Once again, the Twitter handle is next underscore gen underscore A-T-H. And the Instagram is next underscore gen underscore athletics. Have an absolutely great weekend. And I will talk to you guys on Monday.